You are locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. Buckle up, we're in hour two, Buttercups. Welcome in, welcome in. We are getting it started. Of course, we're hitting all the trending topics and headlines here across entertainment, sports, lifestyle, and culture. I'm not alone. It is Wednesday, so we have our Keep It Real friend in the building, our weekly contributor, Trent Jackson. Trent, the artist. Always a good time. Thanks for having me. Of course. We always, always, always love to get your commentary. And it's Wednesdays, and I think Wednesday has become the unofficial day where we kind of dip into relationship subject matter a little bit. No, that's just you being nosy and trolling me. Is that what I'm doing? (laughs) You think that's what I'm doing? I'm totally harassing you. Okay. Because all right. of my captions, I am saying that she is, like, I look, I don't have, I don't talk about anything I want to talk about. So okay, okay, I'm, okay. I'm harassing you. So before, I'm the one that's doing the trolling. You know what? You know what? I'm projecting. You are trolling. I'm projecting. Is you what are I'm trolling, doing. and you are using me as a vessel to get it out. I, and and also projecting. Okay. Yes. All I'm, right. I'm gonna, I feel I'm that. gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop emotionally terrorizing you. Um, and I will continue to emotionally terrorize you I weekly know. with these relationships. It's all topics. good. You're gonna you're gonna troll me and a harass little, me just a until I get back together. You're so good at it. Yeah, and you have so many thoughts. So I do. We must share because I gotta I gotta let it all out. Really quick before we get into what we're gonna get into this hour, Andy, I wanted your opinion about Alan Hughes' comments because. You know, you like music. You know music well. You're a hip-hop guy. I know that you were grade school when those two guys Uh were kind of (laughs) going. No, I'm just saying. But do you think that there could have been a world where Jay-Z, Biggie, and Tupac could have coexisted? Uh, Probably not. Really? Yeah. Why not? Um, What you call it? uh, Tupac and Biggie were just too big. Too big. Especially Biggie being too big from brooklyn i mean jay-z jay-z's name was popping around that time in 96 you know but tupac's name was just too heavy in the game biggie's name was too heavy in the game jay-z most likely probably would have been that third wheel he would have been i agree with that but let me tell you why i think that there is more room than people think i believe i know i'm gonna say i know but We'll say I believe, but I know that Tupac was going to move a little away from music. He was going to dip more into his acting bag. And there were some changes on the horizon. That's what I think. That's what I know, but that's what I think. You know what I mean? Can't prove it. Can't reference things. But I think that that is why there would have been room because ultimately I feel like Pac would have been moving into another space. So, um, I can respect that. Um, I think at the same time, um, even if Pac did go into acting, you know, people are are tied to his music, and I think that he would still be involved, kind of like Fifty to a degree. You know what I mean? He, you know, he might drop a song here and there. You know, a song for a mixtape, a song exactly. for a soundtrack, but that's what, or something but I like think that. that his Court, like I, I, I agree with you. I think that he would have done those different things, yeah. but I think that his heart and knowing that he was a performing arts kid, you know, and that there were some things that I feel like 
that were challenging and that he wanted to do as far as acting, I think that you would have seen that transition for him, especially considering who his future father-in-law was. So, Yeah, but also I will say this too. Tupac didn't like Jay-Z. So okay. if, if, if Jay-Z, you know, started to rise, I think, Pac would have came back with hit him up part two. I, I mean, it would have been a hit him up part two, or you know, he would have been just you know kind of slandering Jay Z's name, and you know, with Pac's influence, people were gonna ride with Pac, and people were gonna be like bump Jay Z, kind of like kind of like Fifty and in, in Ja Rule, you know, it like stop people, stop acting like y'all was not rocking with Ja Rule. Oh, I was rocking well, with Ja Rule. What would I be with my You know, what I'm saying y'all was rocking was with was my joint. You know, and then Fifty comes in the game, and people being fickle. You know what I'm saying? I'm riding with 50. 50 just destroyed Ja Rule. And, and you guys are acting like y'all didn't y'all weren't Ja Rule fans a year ago. This is facts. This so, is facts. The so I think that so would be switchy. the situation. Tupac would be the 50 and Jay-Z would be uh, Ja Rule. Okay. I could see that happening. I could see that happening a great deal. Well, Trent, I feel like this next topic, you're going to appreciate. And I actually think... That I'm so nervous right now. Why are you nervous? Because Do not be nervous. I think that you are going to agree with me and the individual. So what we're going to do, right? That You are taking a big risk because, you know, I really don't be agreeing with people. I, I, yeah, come on. I think to an agree you Okay. Will. Well, so this is what I'm going to do. We're going to have this relationship-esque topic. Oh, my God. Up. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to get into Devon Franklin and him revealing how um, he had to take the time to mourn the loss of his marriage. We'll get into his comments. We're also going to talk about a new show that is coming that kind of sounds like a redo, but I'm curious to see where they're going with this. And we're going to talk about L.A. deciding on whether or not they should veto cashless businesses. It's an interesting prospect. All of that and more, you are locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, keeping you informed, entertained, and always ahead of the curve. Ahead of the curve. Hey. This is RSVP with Jill Monroe on KBLA Talk 1580. You are locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, we mentioned that it was relationship conversation time, right? And so... My favorite topic to talk about. I know it is. So this individual, right? He's a sports journalist. Stephen A. Smith. Oh, my God. So, you know, Stephen A. is very opinionated, right? So Stephen A., put out a snippet of a conversation that he and Shannon Sharp were having on Club Shay Shay, Shannon's podcast. But they were discussing relationship things, right? And so Stephen A. shared that um, when it comes to relationships, he's on a whole other level. Do we have that clip, Andy? Or do, No, I didn't send it. Um, Whoa. Whoa. I'm sad now because my emails didn't go through. Well, let's just talk about what he said, okay? How sad is that? So Stephen A. said that when it comes to relationships, the women he dates, they can't speak on it. 
they can't post him on social media. If they post him on social media, they're cut. It's a wrap. Done deal. No conversation. He said now if he's out and a friend or a family member. Um, you okay? I'm good. I'm just waiting till you finish because you always set me up with some stuff knowing. just You this, you know what? This is your story, not mine. Go ahead and finish. So I'm going to go ahead and look away. So he says like no deal, nothing, no exposure, no photographs. You post me. You're clean cut off, right? And so, you know, there are some people that feel like that is extreme. That is the wrong approach. You know, he says that once he's married, it's different. He didn't give his reasons for why other than he's private. Right. But that's how he said he rolls. So for me, I'm team Stephen A. I don't post anything in reference to that. I don't even reference those type of things anywhere. On my social media. Right? You ain't the only one. I know. And so. <laughs> See what she did there, y'all? Set I, me up. I, I, no, uh-huh. I'm talking about me. This is what I do. And I feel like, you know, most people don't expect to hear that from a woman. They think that most women want to show off their relationships and do all of that. You got a clip? Ooh, Andy is amazing. He is. Shout out to my in a heartbeat that talks about my business. She utters my name. What? Publicly. About us. She gone. I wouldn't have She happy for us. I, I, mean, I, I don't care. I don't care. You know why? Because I want you to know who my woman is when she's Mrs. Smith. I'm talking about publicly. Right. I'm not talking about, you know, Shannon gonna Shannon gonna meet my girl. Right. You know, Jamie's met my girl. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I'm talking about announcing it, you see us and People talk. Oh, no. Let them talk. You better not talk. I will cancel you so, quicker than you so can. She can't, so she can't you get the idea. So this is my thing with it. While I agree with the sentiment, his tone and the way that he put that down, that is why he's getting all of the pushback. That is why he's getting the heat. Because just to say, like, just from a photograph, you're going to dismiss them, 86 them? Come on. I understand that you are a media personality. I understand that maybe your fans may not appreciate your choice in women. And that can make it hard on the relationship or on the woman. You know, I also understand that if people don't know whether or not you're in a relationship, you can... Be out in these streets in any way you want to be. I'm not saying he does that. I'm just, it's just an observation, right? Right. Something that happens, like any of that. But the way that it is presented, it's like, whoa, 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 buddy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I feel you, but you are not the prize. But I think you feel like you're the prize more than the woman. And that she has no agency in this. That's just my, that's just the way it feels. I like Stephen A. I, I, you know, I don't like everything Stephen A, but I like Stephen A. I enjoy his commentary at times, but I just felt like his tone was wrong. But Andy, you have a comment. And then Trent, I want to hear your thoughts. First off, we're both the prize. <laughs> okay. Straight up. Okay. As a guy, we're a prize as well, too. You are. 
but not you know more than me. So I'm just like, I'm just playing. I'm just fair playing. enough. Fair enough. But we're both prizes. Yeah. Um, I understand the. It, this reminds me of Noah Lyles, and you know his commentary about you know the world champions and all that. You know what he said was true, right? Right. But it was his delivery, which turned people off. So. I, I agree wholeheartedly 100% with Stephen A. Smith, but I also do understand your sentiments that, you know, the whole canceler, <laughs> that was a little bit extreme, you know what I mean? But I think I think what he had, what he said is, is fair. You know, people got to understand, you know, he's a business, not a businessman. If you watch that, if you watch that uh, uh, Club Shay Shay thing with him and Shannon Sharp, they talked about that. I'm not a businessman. I'm a business. So in a lot of ways, you know, he has to protect his exactly. brand to a degree. We talked, what was it, last week or two weeks ago about Matthew Stafford and his wife. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, you my wife, but man, you over here airing out, you know, dirty laundry to a degree. You know what I'm saying? That's going to affect uh, my work. So, look, I'll say this. The fact that he would go ahead and cancel somebody because of a post, he might be he might be losing on to something that's that could be great. Right. I agree. Yep. You know, but once again, I think I think he's looking at it like this is business first. John Cena wrestler. I don't know if y'all familiar with, you know, his his relationship status. But there was one point there was this one show called Total Divas. Yeah. He was dating, you know, a, a Nikki fee- Bella or Nikki one of the Bella. Yep. Made her sign a contract. You know what I'm saying? In order to date John Cena, you have to sign this contract. Like, what do they call it? A DBA or NDA. whatever? NDA. There you go. Non-disclosure agreement. You know what I mean? And but I just remember know, that being a big deal. It, here's the thing about those, because I, I, I used to advocate for those for my athlete friends. But there's a couple of things that come along with that. Like, obviously, that worked for one of the Bella twins, right? And I even, like, we talk about it now that women should sign those and, you know, the athletes or whatever. But here's part of the problem. One, if you don't have anything, you have nothing to lose. So you're signing this, but what they going to hit you in the head for? You don't have anything. So there's that aspect of it, right? But there also is the thing that, and this I'm being serious about, because of the Me Too stuff and everything like that, NDAs, especially in regards to certain situations like that, are kind of tricky now. You know, a lot of them have been challenged in court, their validity, if they are legal and things of that nature. So, you know, things might roll a different way in the future. But, Trent, we've been waiting long enough. And I I, I feel you over here like maybe she'll keep talking. Maybe she won't. Maybe she will. (laughs) Maybe she won't get into me and this topic. But I want to hear your thoughts. I forgot what we were talking about. We are talking about. <laughs> listen, I can freely tell you. We were talking. Stephen A. Smith I, said I that we're he talking would. About. Okay, I, just in case you needed a recap. I know what we were I'm talking about. I'm here to about. help. Um, I totally agree with Crazy Stephen because I share the exact same sentiments and. I knew that you were setting me up for this because you knew that I was going to hundred. Oh, I think you're going to agree with me and Steven. And you knew exactly that I was going to agree because she, what y'all don't know is that when we ain't on air, we be talking sometime. So she knows we had a specific conversation about this. You will never, ever, ever. Yes. You will never, ever, ever see any of the people that I'm dating at any time because you don't. so let's and be clear. Not me personally. He means the people. <laughs> yes. Y'all shared this on there before though. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. If, yeah. if if you see them and you happen to like just be around, like I've like my last relationship, it was very much an open secret. Like 
people, if you were around and you saw it, you knew, but there wasn't any like announcement on the internet. Like what there, you don't know. Like, here's the thing. And you I, don't need to know until like, it's a serious situation, like a, a, a wedding or something like that. And then, because when you let people into a relationship, Things can happen. It gets tricky. People can put it their... It gets off, tricky like, and messy. Like you were projecting onto me. Yes. Saying I was trolling. People will troll their yes. issues and their perceptions and problems. So I'm very much yeah. into keeping my relationships private. But I also tend to date people who are very private. So it doesn't really... It works out. It doesn't it matter. Doesn't even, it doesn't even come up as, a, as an issue. And then when I when we're out of town or I see, like, I don't want to post or, you know, I just, I'm just i posting it back only or, you know, a thigh or something like that. See, it's I like, don't do that. It's like, more I'm fun. not that girl. I'm yeah. not giving you the teases. I'm not doing, like, a hand, a forearm. None of that either. Just, I'm, I'm not giving that either, but sometimes... <laughs> Like, yeah. you just got to wonder. Just, maybe I'm with think, somebody. Maybe I'm solo. And, and because people, um, you know, he is a public person. I under, I genuinely get just wanting to keep something private for yourself. Yeah. I totally get that. Um, And I don't see an issue with anything he said. I think that he was just being braggadocious and extra for the air like he always is I, I in mean, his delivery. I, I mean, yeah. I get it. I get it. But I'm he just, meant nothing well, here's by a, it. No, 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 no. Here, here's the thing. I would not say he meant nothing by it because this is what I will say. I, I watch a lot of Stephen A. I watch Stephen A's um, podcast on YouTube occasionally. And what I will say is this. And I say this not in a critique sort of fashion of him, just open-ended. I say this. I make this statement about a lot of Gen X men. They are the last sort of, you know, maybe some late millennials, but... You know, the misogyny is strong, and I don't even think sometimes they realize it because these were the rules of the game coming up, right? And it's just, this is how it was. This is what defines a man and his actions. This is what defines, you know, women and their actions. This is how things should go. And so a lot of times when he makes some statements, I very much understand that it is coming from a Gen X man late 60s early 70s i think Stephen a is like 55 right so i feel and, and shannon sharp is around that age too and there's just certain beliefs that come from being born in that era that you know some may change some may be you know think a different way but if you talk to a gen x guy these things are kind of the same it's it's what it is I am not here to judge because I'm not in the situation with you. So ultimately, it doesn't matter to me what you do. I'm just saying you sound a little tricky, but I agree with you. And ultimately, a relationship is between two people and whatever they determine, whether that's marriage, dating, whatever, whatever they determine is fair and in grounds and what they deem respectable. That's what works. So, you know. I don't know. Um, Pretty Brown Mimi says, Trench, you need to understand there's a difference between privacy and secrecy. That's what she hit you with in the chat. She is trolling from the last time we had that conversation on the show because we, that was, you don't remember that? That was the thing. That was I our, do that remember was our that. thing. Yeah. What is the difference? I love and, it. Yeah. Because there is a difference. There is a difference. Uh -huh. I'm private. I'm not secretive. I'm both. You're both? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know. Andy? I got to get on Mimi's head just a little bit. Okay. You know, Mimi's the main one to be talking about celebrities to, you know, stop airing your laundry. Right. Now you have a celebrity who wants to keep things private. Now, I don't know. I don't know if you're joking, being funny or whatnot, but 
you know, this is a situation where he doesn't want to air his laundry out there. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't look at that as secrecy. I look at that as being private. You know, there was there was a comment, you know, uh, this topic was discussed on the, you know, on the previous program. Somebody commented that, you know, you don't even know about Steve. (laughs) Shout out to Robin Ayers. Uh, Somebody I made a comment about uh, you don't even know about Stephen A's children. You know, what's funny. So um, the best man, the final chapters came out on Peacock last December and they had the red carpet for it. And so I was like, I was covering it and I was like, why is Stephen A. Smith here? That seems so random, right? And so he had a young lady with him and I was like, "Mm, that doesn't look like a date situation. And so they're, you know, but they're going down the carpet. Stephen A. Smith's daughter was in the best man, the final chapters. Mm, Oh, really? Yeah, she played uh, the daughter, the older daughter, to um, Merch. Is that, uh, oh gosh, Harold Perrineau's character and Regina Hall? She played their older daughter in the Best Man, the Final Chapters series that just came out last December. And if I'm serving my memory, serving me correctly, she was the one There was like the party scene and the sun was coming out. They were like, you know, he was kind of in drag. I'm going to be honest and tell you that I don't remember in that much detail, but I know she was their daughter. I know there was a scene where they were in a restaurant before they were leaving to go to the island and she was having a conversation with her parents because they were, you know, she's growing up. I think she like she wanted to wear something in particular or something like that. I want to watch it again. That was a good series. It was. But yeah, so that's his daughter. Wow. Who knew? Right. Me. Because that's why you're here. <laughs> because you're a TV and film access. critic. Yes. I, I, I forgot who I was dealing with. You're dealing with Joe My Monroe. Bad. That's why you're in RSVP. That's Hello? why you are SVP. To get those little inside details. So, yeah. I mean, I'm with you, Stephen A. Also, Stephen A has some other things in the news this week. As you know, if you are a charter customer, you have lost Disney, ABC, and that includes Spectrum, ESPN. And, oh, did I mention that the NFL season starts? Tomorrow, right? So um, they've called out the big guns. Stephen A. posted a tweet. He supports the corporate position. And, um, you know, he is saying that, um, don't know if you heard, but all the news going on in the charter markets with Spectrum, but folks, once again, are coming after the worldwide leader. Fans don't have access to live games on ESPN Network, any content from Disney branded channels, Freeform, FX, and Nat Geo. So he's like, if you are personally affected and want to see your ESPN games live, you need to hit up this website. So, you know, they're going full out. They are breaking into the big dogs here. When we come forward, we'll have more trending topics and headlines. We'll get on Devon Franklin talking about addressing the pain and mourning the loss of his marriage. We'll also have more, you know, little relationship ditties and things across entertainment, sports, lifestyle, and culture. You're locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580 News and Sports. Up. Working your stuff. <laughs> Andy, I do not even know why. Maybe I do. Because Stephen A said he doesn't like to be walking down the street to hear guys talking about, yo, I used to be with her or something, whatever. But, um, Mokin stuff. I think it was like Monique, Kenya, and Stephanie. <laughs> you know, I actually went to summer school 
with the Kenya girl one year. We took a like statistics class together, so stuff like way back in the day. Shout out to forensic accountant for knowing the year nineteen ninety four. I said ninety two. Ninety four in the building. Urban Spinster is like child sharing a man song. Listen, we were young, very young at the time when this came out, and. You know, it wasn't about sharing a man. It was about a competition. Who's going to beat who out? That's the way it was. And baby, Mo and Steph, they were like, I'm not losing. What, give up my man to you? Why? What? Hmm. After I didn't built him up and trained him up? You know, that's how women used to think. But now some of them have evolved past that. And some of them are ready for war. Definitely Urban Spencer has evolved past that. I know, you know. I love her so much. She's so funny to me. It was such a time period. It was the 90s. Things were different. It's so different. You were locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. And, of course, this is a show where we talk all the trending topics and headlines. And right now we are talking about, you know, relationship stuff. Are you private? Are you secretive? Is social media a deal breaker? At what point do you have those conversations, though, in a relationship? Do they just come up like if you're out on your ice cream date or your $200 date? When do you ask those questions? Do you look back through their social media and question? Because, I, I mean, really, I, I really don't know. It, com- it comes up as, as like you said, like, um, you know, for us, oh, what's your Insta or, or what's, you know, it comes up during that conversation. Um, I, I'll keep, you know, my last relationship. Um, I remember we exchanged socials and I made the comment. I was like, Oh, you never post. And it was like, nah, I'm posting nothing. I'm like, what? So, you know, and, but then there was a moment we were out and a post went up and I wasn't aware that the, that the post had gone up and that kind of freaked me out. Cause I was like, wait a minute, I just posted something too. So what if somebody that both follows us sees this and they put two and two together? Cause people was investigators. I was like, Somebody got to take this post down because okay. this is too much. Mm, a lot of thought in that. And, look, and look, next time, looking, um, next time, tell me if you're going to be posting something from my car, please, because mm-hmm. people know this car. Oh, okay. Listen. Not that anybody's like tight. looking, but like. But you, apparently you, you. But here's the thing. As a person who um, attracts DL men and men that are typically closeted it's like you're hanging out with a known homosexual so i'm trying to protect you in this situation oh you're being the friend yes okay so i don't want people coming up bringing you heat because you think that it's cool to like ride around in a range rover and post pictures like chill relax like come on like be cool okay because mm. you're gonna have people asking you questions and you don't you don't ready you don't live this life so you're not ready for the smoke okay um do you want more questions about this Cause you can no, if I'm you want playing. i'm just playing. like let's go i'm just playing what's up shout out to morningside hi that's where kenya moking steph um i'm not sure where the mo or the steph went but I believe Kenya, she went to Morningside High, class of 93 or 94. And shout out to Tia for reminding me of that. That's so funny. Husband. So, yeah, you know, I mean, I think it's interesting. We are dealing with, as far as relationships, something totally different than in our youth or, you know, that our parents dealt with, with this whole added layer of social media, especially because... There are expectations that may not have been, they may have been around in more casual conversation, but we didn't necessarily see them in practice the way that we do now. And I think it's stifling to a degree. 
you know, how people progress. But speaking of being very public on the internet about a situation, and I don't know if this necessarily counts, but Pastor Devon Franklin. Oh, Devon Franklin. You know, he often speaks of his own personal triumphs, Mm -hmm. his uh, challenges and things of that nature when he speaks. And so he has a three-part series called One of One. And it is titled Unmarried and Unbothered. It's at the Potter's House Church, right? Not Unmarried and Unbothered. Unmarried and Unbothered. And so when he was speaking recently, he broke down to the congregation a gem that he said he learned while moving on from his 10-year marriage to actress Megan Good. He said, I had to take the time to mourn the loss of my marriage and say, God, I don't understand why this happened. What was going on? He said, but he was spiritually led to understand that there are some things in life that he would never get the full answer to. He believes that he's required to trust that things will work out for their good, you know, the greater good, a scripture, right? Um, And that even the breakups that you didn't pray for are somehow for the good. And he also went on to say that beating themselves up over the dissolution of a relationship But God planned to use that relationship to and that breakup to build you up. You know, it's okay to acknowledge the loss, he said. But, you know, get to the healing process because it is in the feeling that's where the healing is. And I can't be delivered from my broken heart if I don't acknowledge that my heart was broken. So I thought that was an interesting conversation. I think, do you think that at times we are in denial of our feelings or do you think most people tend to give into them as far as you know breakups and relationships because of course you know there was the old saying back in the day the best way to get over a man is to get under him and under a new one or something like that and I mean it is a distraction but at some point you have to you know feel the feeling but what are your thoughts you have to be honest and feel. And I think that we live in a society where there's a lot of distractions um, from your actual feelings. So you don't have to feel them or deal with them. I was a victim of that earlier this year. Um, and it took a minute um, to, for me to come to the conclusion and accept what was actually happening. Um, but you have to do it at some point if you want to move on. You know, it's so interesting because I think, too, and not that this is something that's new, but I think some people get addicted to letting heartbreak define them, you know? Hmm. And I say that by, of course, you know, you're going to be cautious if you experience a certain type of heartbreak or a certain type of situation. You might be leery to step into something that looks similar to it or whatever. But I think that sometimes we take on these traits of victimhood when it comes to relationships or, you know, kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy where we automatically assume, like, I understand keeping your guards up, but the assumption and the automatic accepting that, oh, this is the way it's going to be forever, I think is very detrimental. And I think that it has become in some ways a badge of honor, you know, to wear that grief or that stain, you know, but if, not just acknowledging it, but I, I feel like hanging on to it and using it as a crutch as to why you won't move forward. Yeah, that's just you didn't heal properly. 
and you're choosing not to heal. I think once you heal properly, those kind of things tend to be alleviated. Um, it's really it's all about proper healing and making sure that you deal with everything and really, you know, mourn your relationship before you jump into something else. I um okay, I agree with that. I agree with that. You know, but everybody has to learn how to heal and mourn. That's another thing. People yes. don't always know how to get through it, so you know, if you need help with that, go to Voice of Reason with Zell Williams. He'll have some <laughs> advice for you for sure. And his callers. Um, shout out to Urban Spinster. She says, SAG's definitely bed hop versus allowing themselves to heal. Uh-oh. It sounds like you've been victimized by a, a SAG, Urban Spinster. We'll get into that and more trending topics and headlines. All of that and more. You are locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. Back to more captivating conversation on RSVP with Jill Monroe. Monroe. You are locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. So I told you, the YouTube chat, they always have a lot happening. I love a YouTube chat. We do. We especially do. Um, Pretty Brown Mimi wants to know, so Megan Good went from Devon Franklin to Jonathan Majors. Um, it wasn't exactly a straight line, but yeah. I think that's a stunt. Are we still considering that like a real relationship? Uh, here's the thing, right? Right now it is. Uh, it did seem a little wiggly when it started, but this is, you know what we should consider, right? Allegedly, allegedly, when the initial situation happened that caused Jonathan to go to court, by the way, that court date has been pushed out once again because there are some issues with discovery. So, um, you know, we don't know what might be happening with that. It could go away. However, it was said that one of the things that might have set his, the woman that is accusing him of the incident is was allegedly her being in his phone and him talking to other women. Who's to say who the other women were? Right. We don't know. So, um, you know, that's just a thought. Shout out to Urban Spinster who says, (laughs) remember when we used to say killer about a rival high school in L.A.? So gangbangy L.A. is. I mean, it is low key, but um, it's it's not real. I just banged on Andy and he was like, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, it's a thing. I think that's our it's part of our love language. He he did bang back and he banged back. That's you know, that's our love language. I love it. What school did you go to urban spinster? Yeah, sure. Let us know. Let us know. We like to shout out those things Um, really quick in an update. Do you guys know who flying a boss is? You've seen their video. They're running through various places, you know in the streets rapping their lyrics i be michael phillips with all the brand deals i'm swimming in you know no hello christ i'm about to sin again i just told this man i loved him anyway oh wow yeah you have to check it out there on social media the song is pretty catchy and they're running through all of these various places saying their rap lyrics and it's really cute well anyway they've dropped a remix and they have a hip-hop legend on the remix with them and when i tell you she sounds fire and she is spitting you need to go check dylan got that fire huh dylan got that fire dylan got that fire fire um it is missy elliott oh so oh. it's the you wish remix 
and Missy's dropping bars. One of the now, obviously, I'm gonna get this wrong. I just heard the snippet really fast, but appreciate the bars and imagine that they come together correctly. So she said something, something. Who wants to go up in a versus? That's what I thought. You got to hear it. You got to hear it because it's way cooler than what I just oh, gave you. Oh, Andy, find it and play it for us. You know, it has some bleeps in it. There's some curses mm. in it because I was about to send it to Andy, but there's a lot of bleepies and, you know, we, oh, I don't darn. know if we have that time tonight, but check it out. You know, Missy tweeted it out, so you can go to her. I'm sure it's on her Instagram as well to check it out. Check out a snippet and let me know what you think. Um, So... Urban Spinster says, this is funny because, you know, we were, somehow we continue to get on SAGs. It's been like every week the topic yeah, of SAGs. I don't think Megan or Devon are, either one of them are SAGs. No, Megan's a Leo. I think Devon is a is But we were a talking Aries about SAGs because somebody prior to. Oh, she went to Westchester. Who went to Westchester? Urban Spinster. Did you? Girl. That, oh, that makes so much sense now. <laughs> oh my and, god you should go to westchester and there's, uh, <laughs> be quiet Trent. um shout out to you urban spencer i probably know some of your people anyway um she says that she was definitely a victim of a she is a survivor excuse me not a victim a survivor of a sag so am i but she knows female sags who bed hop too i i do i remember when my youth i had a friend who was active i'm not even going to talk about sagittarius females i think i'm being baited every time somebody brings up a sagittarius female it's triggering for you it is okay they could be watching move around all right move around be free so um because you know here's the thing like why are you trying to be my friend again after you done already pulled this crazy mess like just leave me alone like let's just move on like there's no need to like be friends on socials like you don't need to catch up with what i'm doing like we good like come on just just stop playing mind games with me go Mm-mm. Okay, okay. Find you okay. a boyfriend or something. Well, I mentioned that there is, and you know, coincidentally, I believe that this person is a sag. Oh my randomly. God. Anyway, Deshaun Jackson, a former NFL player, he is starting his own series. I'm not sure what it's going to be. Isn't on. he from LA? He is from LA. Did he get a restaurant back in the day, Rain? No, that's Keyshawn, Keyshawn Johnson. Jackson. Okay, wrong person. Keyshawn Johnson. Okay. Deshaun Jackson. It's late. I'm hearing the same name. Like 12, 13 years younger. Uh-huh. Um, and maybe more than that. Went to Long Beach Poly, though, is a football star. They played, I think they were both, yeah, they're both wide receivers. So you, you, you had that much. Yeah. I right. Mean, like. So there used to be a show back in the day called Pros versus Joes, where they would get pro athletes. And you know how, like, regular guys always think, yo, if I got the chance, I was nice in high school. I, I could score a couple buckets on dude. I could catch a pass from da-da-da-da. And they would go out and compete against these people and see that um, it's not a game when it comes to the pros. Well, apparently Deshaun Jackson is starting up his own version of that, and it's called Pros versus Bros. So I guess that all the pro athletes featured in his are going to be black, right? And so basically you can compete against him and other pro athletes in drills for cash prizes. So they had the first event today in L.A. Um, I'm not sure 
what the outcome was, but I'll get that information for you. I'm sure that the content was recorded for airing somewhere, but uh, he advertised it on Twitter. He had a sign-up sheet where you could go and register, and I don't know how they selected the contestants based on that sign-up, but... It's out there, and I'm sure we'll see that content soon. That sounds exciting and fun. Sounds kind of interesting, right? So if you were in L.A., right, you've seen there are some stores that are cashless, right? You cannot go in there and give them a dollar and get four quarters back. You cannot break a 10. You can't do anything with cash, right? And so across the nation, obviously, Americans' usage of cash has declined quite a bit, right? especially considering coming off of the pandemic and all of those things that happen. But there's no federal law that states that businesses have to accept cash. But some cities want to make sure that they keep the cash flow going, right? So this month in L.A., lawmakers proposed a ban on cashless businesses. They're arguing that they exclude people with low incomes, older adults, or communities that are familiar with not having accurate or adequate banking services, you know, check cashing communities. So they've already passed in cities like San Francisco, New York, Philly, and D.C. Right now, well, I guess in 2021, cash payments only made up 20% of all U.S. payments. That's a drop from 31% in 2017, right? So as of October 4th, No, as of October of last year, four in 10 Americans were no longer using cash at all in the average week. And Square said that in the first year of the pandemic, U.S. cashless businesses more than doubled. So cashless businesses also have other perks. You know, um, the lack of paper currency discourages theft because you can't steal it, right? It's more efficient. So you don't have to transfer it to a bank. There's no storage costs. And, um, you know, people paying with cards tends to be better for businesses because people tend to spend more when they use their card as opposed to if they're paying cash. So those are just some things to consider. You know, there's also the transaction fees that companies like Visa and Stripe and so forth make on digital payments. Apple Pay is becoming more frequent. So let me know, what are your thoughts on utilizing cashless payments? Do you have any thoughts? No, no. We're thinking about it. Um, Or you want to tell me when we come forward? Because it's almost time for for hour hour three, three, the after hours, where we get into some things. We're going to get into our 2B movie review. We're going to hear what Trent the Artist thinks about cashless LA. And of course... More trending topics and headlines and more relationship stuff to torment Trent with, as we love that. You were locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580 News and Sports is up next.